Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl. Ladies, ladies, it is another Level Up Tuesday. I don't know who has joined us today, but we are super happy that you are here with us um, on Level Up Tuesday. We thank you so much for tuning in to another one of your podcasts, our podcast, Level Up Girl. Uh, This is season four. I am your host, Pastor Lucy. And I'm your co-host, Bonnie. And uh, I am just grateful for each and every one of you ladies that are joining us live. We have some great uh, uh, fun for us tonight. We have a great guest that is waiting Um, We are going to have so much fun tonight in the talk that we're going to have. So go ahead and hit the share button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tag your mama, your sister. I I, I don't know. Co-workers, um, (laughs) your cousin. I don't know. Your co-workers. Would we say that already? Mm -hmm. Everybody and your mama. Everybody and your mama. (laughs) Invite somebody uh, because tonight's conversation is going to be lit. When I tell you it's going to be straight up fire, I am not lying to you. We have a great guest that is about to join us. Um, now, I just wanted to uh, allow you to understand that we are a sisterhood. This is a movement. So we have the Faith Squad in the house. Ooh. I want to say hello to all the Faith Squad ladies. We also want to give a shout out to our dream team that's in the background helping us out. Um, If you're watching us for the first time, go ahead and let us know where you are watching us from so that we can give you a great shout out. Tonight, we are here live in Facebook. We're also live in uh, YouTube. You can go ahead and subscribe. Also, Twitter um, and follow us there. It is Pastor Luz Hernandez Ministries on YouTube and Twitter. And then we're in Level Up Girl Global on Facebook um, and also uh, Luz Hernandez Ministries as well. And go ahead and and subscribe to uh, our channel there. Also on Spotify, Google Play, where else? Apple Music, wherever you listen to your podcast, we are there. Look us up, Level Up Girl Podcast, and you can follow us there. Um, What else do we have for the ladies? There are some new things that are coming up that we are excited about. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I just want to uh, shout out all the girls that uh, signed up for the master class. Well, come on, That's somebody. what's been going on with Level Up Girl for the past how how many weeks? We so have we've done... seven weeks. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so we've done seven weeks so far, and the, the class was titled By the Renewal of Your Mind. Mm. We were speaking to women who were ready to level up in that area of their life. That's right. Um, You know, renewing their mind. And so it's been a powerful class. It's been super impactful. And we have been super, super blessed by it. That's right. Um, ladies, for those of you who did not sign up, we will eventually have the classes um, available. available mm-hmm. So please stay tuned for that. That's right. Uh, we are also announcing that we will have our first Level Up Girl Global Conference that is coming in uh, the summer of 2022. What? What? I don't know if you are ready for that, but it's going to be pure fire. We're going to have a great uh, people that are going to come and join us. Um, and be able to uh, share and expand on the word. If you have signed up for volunteering, we will be reaching out to you. Uh, we want to give a shout out to all these beautiful ladies. Come on, Jersey's in the house. California's in the house. Texas is 
in the house. Atlanta is in the house. We got Jersey. I said that right. Uh, we have so many beautiful ladies. We have people here from Florida yep. uh, holding us down. Ladies, we are so thankful for each and every one of you that is joining. Go ahead and continue to hit the share button. We are about to release our full line. We have some nice t-shirts and sweaters, hoodies that are going to come out now for the fall. So um, just look out for that. And we just thank you, uh, ladies, for helping us out. Uh, we also have uh, the ladies that are wanting to uh, sow a seed to partner up with us in what we're doing here in Level Up Girl. Um, can you tell us how we can do that if anybody wants to partner up with yes, us? Yes, for anybody who would like to sow a seed or partner up with us, you can do so by um, either going to our website, which is www.lhm1.org, mm -hmm. or you can also do so by or through Cash App, which is uh, money sign Pastor Luz. Again, Amen. Cash App is money sign Pastor Luz. Amen. So quickly, ladies, you guys know what this podcast is all about, but for the sake of those that are watching for the first time, this podcast uh, was born in, in the heart of God uh, and it was given to us to bless other women. Now, the purpose of the podcast is to be to others what we needed when we were going through the desert. And I love that this season mm -hmm. is all about what the podcast was all about, which is being our sister's keeper, yeah. which is being there for our sisters when they need somebody while they're crossing their desert, mm -hmm. their wilderness. You know, it, it's, it's important to understand that even when we get through our wilderness, because let me, let me be honest, there are a lot of minister women here that have gone through the desert, that have passed the wilderness, that have entered the promised land. But do you know that God is not finished processing us, that we are under construction till the day that the trumpet sounds mm -hmm. and we get to heaven. And so even for the women that are ministers of God, there takes some levels. We always say new levels, new devils. And so we're here to be to those women what we needed when we were walking into our promised land right. where God was taking us from one level to the next. Amen to that. You know, it makes me think of, of uh, Ruth and Naomi. Come on. You know, Naomi was like, listen, I am bitter. I am done with everybody. <laughs> I don't want to see anybody. Just let mm. me be. Let me go back from, you know, from where I'm from and just go back to your hometown. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Ruth was like, uh-uh, girl. I'm, I know that you're going through some things, mm. but I'm going to stick it through with you. and that is the perfect example of being a sister's keeper like oh my god you're going through something you're telling me listen it, it's all good like me and you we've we've already our season is done you know and let me tell you something I, lo I love what bishop jake says about that because it is so important to understand that those had that left couldn't stay but those who stayed couldn't go mm. orpha was like see ya bye-bye yep. don't want to be here that's right but when we look at Ruth, she was like, I'm rolling with you deep. Yep. I'm about to go. Listen, your God is going to be my God. Your mm -hmm. people are going to be my people. And when you die, they better bury me. Where are my sister's keepers tonight? A woman that will go in deep for her sister, That's that right. will watch her back even in conversations mm -hmm. uh, that your sister wasn't, oh my God, wasn't there. Where are those women tonight, you know? One of the things that I love about uh, what we're doing is that I always say enough is enough with the cattiness. Mm -hmm. Enough is enough with the jealousy. Enough is enough with looking at somebody else and desiring what God is doing in their life. Listen, everything we go through 
takes a price. Right. If you want to get there, then you need to pay the price. Mm. You can't be getting no discount on the anointing. <laughs> no, that's going to cost you something. And so when you look at your sister and God is elevating your sister, instead of hating on her, mm. instead of talking about her, instead of being jealous about her, why don't you get on your knees and say, God, what does it take for me to get there? Come on. Mm. Come on, somebody. That's the recipe right there. Don't get us started tonight. <laughs> I told you this was going to be lit. I told you we were about to set things off tonight. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Sister D says, true covenant sisters always, my heart's desire. Come on, where is that true covenant? You know, it is hard to find those women that are women of covenant. Mm -hmm. I always look at David and Jonathan. You know, um, that covenant right there, that friendship right there, it went even beyond that. Where are those women that say, you know what? I've got your back even after death into eternity. Mm -hmm. Those things that, that, that were spoken by God, you know, when you are aligned with the heart of God, you will be that covenant sister uh, to somebody else because when you love with the heart of God, it is a selfless love. It is a love that, that reveres others higher than yourself. Mm. Come, Come on, on, somebody. And so that is the purpose of the podcast is to be to others what we needed when we were going through a thing. Help them assess the damage or help them assess the level that they're at and help them get to that next level. Now, we have split up Level of Girl into uh, four segments. So that we're not bored, stuck in one. And that way you know what's coming up next. We have four different uh, uh, labels to the segments, if you would take us through them. Yes. So first are the entanglements. We speak on scenario situations or, you know, anything that we may be finding ourselves in, whether it's mental, um, emotional, or spiritual. Anything that has had, has had you caught up. Mm. We typically speak on those types of topics. Um, Next is the level up. It's just the wake up call. It's you know right. us speaking life into you and saying, listen, you don't have to stay in the ruins anymore. There is hope. That's right. You know. Um, and then third is the word. We speak faith. Faith Come comes by by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And so we are women of God. We if there if anybody's going to level up, it's going to be with God on our side. Come Amen. on, there's no other and way. So we have to speak life to you. Mm -hmm. Um, and then lastly is affirmation. Um, we want to affirm through the word of God, of course, and just speak that life into you so that you can start believing what God has spoken over your life. Mm. And those are, are our segments. That's right. And so, uh, because we have that tonight, we have a special segment. I don't know, ladies, if you're ready for this, I, it's about to go down. You better hit that share button because you are going to want to stay attuned for what's about to happen. I think you'll, you'll be in expectancy of what God is about to drop in our spirit. So without further ado, we are super happy to have this beautiful sister of ours. Amen. Come on, listen, listen to what I'm going to tell you. When you talk about covenant sisters, you know, one of the greatest things, and I love this about what God does and the giftings of the Holy Spirit is the sermon. And mm -hmm. I think that in this hour, we must ask the Holy Spirit for discernment, for the discerning. Why? Because we'll be able to see through the fluff. Mm -hmm. We'll be able to see through the things that may catch our eyes. I always say, you know, everything that glitters is not gold. But when God will bring somebody into your life, that kingdom connection, you know, a, a covenant woman, I'm about to present to you somebody that is in that 
hierarchy. Amen. And it is my sister evangelist, Claudia Morales. I want you to, I don't know where you are, but you better scream. You better scream. We have our sister with us. Amen. God bless you, sissy. We love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How exciting, how amazing. Um, I, that introduction, it is honestly a privilege, a blessing to know that there's still kingdom connection happening, right? Um, in a world that's so uh, busy, in a world that's so envious, in a world that's just so upside down, how thankful are we to know that we could still count on sisters. And I'm excited. I'm ready to talk about this. I'm excited mm. for all the ladies that are that are joining, that are sharing. Listen, you know, um, tag a single lady and tell her this segment is for you. Oh my God. Come on. I'm Come so on. ready, Pastor Luce. I'm so ready, Fanny. So Amen. let's do this. Amen. Well, um, introduce yourself to those ladies that don't know you. I don't know about your ministry, Heels and Tiara's Ministries, if you can let us know uh, what it's all about. Yeah, you know, it's awesome. A lot of people, um, I remember, and and you know me, I'm, I'm up front, I'm blunt, I'm everything uh, when it comes to speaking. Um, Heels and Tiara's, a lot of people, when I first introduced the ministry name, they were like, hold on, this don't sound kind of Christian, y'all. <laughs> And I'm like, it's not what y'all thinking about, you know, because, you know, there's some folks whose minds are so creative. Um, so bless the Lord for that. But, you know, uh, when I started this ministry, as far as when I started uh, the walk as a woman, um, I always noticed that the least support I ever got was from my fellow sister. And it was a very dark place to be in because I grew up in a ministry during a time where it was predominantly men that were serving and, and preaching and teaching. And so along comes God and lifts this four feet 11 uh, 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 shorty. And I'm like, I don't got support from my fellow sisters. And so I remember that, you know, I told God, I said, I want you to give me the opportunity to be what others couldn't be for oh, me. Whatever the was. And I said, God, you know, how, how do I do it? And um, God placed in my heart to lift this ministry called Heels and Tiaras. And briefly, you know, Heels represents the fact that God has given us a spiritual pair of heels as our womanhood, who we are to be able to conquer hell and heels as, as feminine as we are, as women that, that we are, you know, as the gender that we are. And, um, Tiara's of course, you know, for, for, we have been called to be Royal priesthood. And so combine, combining our royalty, combining our authority and our gender, uh, to let people know, listen, if God is using such man, then he can use uh, a woman as well. And uh -huh. I love the opportunity that God gives me to be able to meet women that at one point are saying, listen, you know, I have a calling, I have a vision, but I don't have the support. Um, and I think that that's, that's our main vision, our main goal here at Heels and Tiaras. And I'm, I'm me, I'm Claudia, I'm 100% Guatemalan. I was born uh -huh. in Guatemala, came here at the age of three. And I'm in New York and I am just, you know, uh, a person that's sold out for God 
you know, in this season to not just see my growth, but to see the growth of my fellow sisters. So I connect with you ladies when it comes to uh, kingdom connections and sisterhood. Amen. That is powerful. I love that. I love that breakdown of heels and tiaras. I think that people don't understand the stories behind uh, what God gives us, the things that we birth in the seasons that we birth them in, you know, the, the God-given ideas. And I think that definitely that's something that is important for us as women to give birth to. When God gives us an idea, he knows what women or what people we are sent to. And I think that's amazing. So I don't know if you're ready, ladies, but we are ready for today's entanglement. We had left it out into now because you are going to want to have somebody that is in your uh, a circle, your, your squad, whatever that is, anybody that is single, even us, even, you know, while we're walking um, through our walk, there's some conversations that you're going to uh, want to stick around because we are going to give you an insight into some things that maybe us as women go through, even when we are in that waiting season. So today's entanglement is called Drumroll, Please. Come on. It is single, but not impaired. I'm going to say that again. Say it again, Pastor. Single, but not impaired. I don't know who this word is for, but you better tag somebody. You better put somebody's name down in the comments because it's about to get real. And so our sister evangelist Claudia is going to be talking to us under that entanglement, single, mm. but not impaired. And what a deep and profound entanglement that is, you know, mm -hmm. I, I was streaming to social through social media and I came upon a post that said singleness is not a disease. And I think that that is, you know, a beautiful thing to unfold, you know, single, but not impaired because we're living in a time where a lot of people do not know how to navigate through singleness and how to be content through singleness. So just to give you a bit of background, um, you know, of why, you know, because a lot of people like you have a daughter. How did you get a daughter? You Were you married? What's the deal? You know, yeah. Did you just wake up one day and get pregnant? You know, so for the clarity of the uh fellow sisters that watch. Um, and so, you know, I was married, I was married uh, to Emmeline's father. And again, you know, um, one of the blessings out of this, which I'll get into is the relationship that we built through it. And, you know, married, and we went through our season and our season ended in a separation and then a divorce. And I praise God because now as I can speak about this, I can speak about this with a different perspective. And that's where we kind of want to put people in this entanglement scenario with a different perspective. And so out of that, you know, came my daughter, Emmeline. And, you know, I always, whenever I have the opportunity to speak about the marriage and the separation and the divorce, I always like to emphasize on something and it's kind of off topic, but kind of falls in the topic that it is possible to help a healthy relationship, co-parenting a child mm. after a divorce, after a separation. And I think that a lot of people misunderstand or, or miss that opportunity. Now, did we have a fruitful and healthy co-parenting relationship a month after everything went down? Absolutely not. It took us to really evaluate the situation, the importance. You know, we have one common here thing, and that is our child. Are we going to let our 
our entanglement of when we were in affect her. And so, you know, I know he watches, I know he's always constantly supporting. And so I just acknowledge him because, you know, I've always said this and, and, and I know there's single women that are watching. You never want to use social media or your friendships or your connections to speak bad about the person that you once wanted and that once fathered your child. Mm. Um, that I never want my daughter to ever go ahead and find a post where I used uh, it as a moment to release my anger for whatever reason it was against her father. So single ladies, as we're opening this up, whether you're a single mom, whether you're single for whatever reason, and and there is a person that you are co-parenting with, I believe that God, it is possible to have a healthy relationship as far as co-parenting with boundaries, of course. Um, and I think that, you know, that is an, another topic to open up, right. um, you know, but I just had to throw that in there because I always say the opportunities that I get to speak about this, because a lot of people question, well, is he in the picture? Is he a good father? You know, he's an excellent father. And I've always publicly said this. Um, and so, I became a single mother, uh, Pastor Luz and Fanny, and it was a very dark season for about a year and a half. I would be lying to you or anybody that is here uh, that I would tell you I got separated and then divorced and I lived the happiest days of my life. Because mm-hmm. now, y'all, people doing engagement parties and they're doing divorce parties. Have you seen that? Ooh, there are yes, girl. Who are having yes. divorce parties. I mean, to <laughs> each his own, to each his reason, everybody does whatever they do. Uh, but for me, it was a season of did I do the wrong thing? Mm. Did I make the wrong move? Because you never go into anything with the sole purpose of assuming it would fail. You never get into a relationship, a job or anything and say, well, in a matter of five years, it's going to go down. It's going to break apart. You never go with that, you know? And so um, I'm I'm just reading the comments of the ladies that are agreeing with this. And Mm so it was a very dark season for about a year and a half, you know, a year and a year and a half or so. Why was it dark? And I, and I'm just trying to open this up a bit because I know that there are a lot of single moms that are watching that are maybe within that or, or, or haven't been able to unfold that. And one, you have the religious view of others that are, you know, uh, disagreeing with what you are doing now in no sense or way am I promoting divorce. Um, you know, again, never, you know, be in a sponsorship to that. But you have the view of others that don't seem to agree with the decision that has been made. But my motto with that has always been is nobody really knows the story behind your closed doors. That's and right. I think that you always have to aim to do what fits your mold. Always mm-hmm. listen to counsel because counsel is important. Advice is important. We all need it. Um, and so then there was an aspect of as a mother. I felt like I had failed my daughter, though she was only about seven, eight months. Mm. I felt like I became part of the statistic. Oh, come on, say that. And I felt, you know, and and, and this is perhaps the most transparent that I've ever been about the situation. Um, And I felt like I was the one that used to say, well, when I get married, it's going to last. 
when I get married, I'm going to be the stay at home mom mm. that's going to have the nice little white house with the red door and the husband that goes to work. And we're going to raise our children and we are going to give our daughters the best life. We are not going to be that one that gives up at the sight of a storm. Mm-hmm. We are not going to be that couple. I'm going to be a forever mom. I want more kids. I want that. So yes. now here I am with my daughter at seven months mm. and I'm like, God, what have I done? And that moment, my whole life just, just turned. I went from being the married woman to the divorced woman to Oof. the single mom. Mm. And that, if you do not know how to navigate through that, Lucy and, and, uh, and Fanny, it can be a very dangerous thing. Yes. And, as I was meditating today on what I had to do to unfold myself as a single mom, because I had to understand that I couldn't victimize myself. Oh my God. It's powerful. And I would be a liar to anything that I've ever preached to tell you. It wasn't my fault. It was all his fault. Mm, Come on. Because there is never, ever someone, if there was no fault in me, then I would be God. I would be perfect. There wouldn't be any imperfections in me. But at one point and another, he failed and I failed just as the same way. So I had to stop telling myself, stop being victim, stop victimizing yourself. Take a moment to evaluate where did you go wrong? What did you contribute to to make this work and not make this work? And it was hard to come to accept that because it was easier for me to say he didn't make it work. Come on. Then for me to say, we both didn't make it work. And I know that this is for someone. And 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 I've been uh preaching about this. You know, Hagar has become my favorite uh woman <laughs> in the Bible lately. Yes. Um, and so Sarai, because you know, Sarai entangled her into uh conceiving a child that she didn't ask for. Oh, and oh after God. Hagar got pregnant, Sarai gets upset because now Hagar is, is walking around with some type of entitlement. But now Sarai can't go ahead and blame the devil on this one and say, well, it was the devil who Mm. got her pregnant. This was a choice that she made. And I think that the first step to begin to unfold and heal as a single mother was to understand, I can't blame the devil for messing up this marriage. I can't blame the devil for coming in and doing this. What did I do as a woman? You know, what did I do? And, and again, you know, it's, um, this is raw. This is from transparent. Some may agree, some may not. Um, but I learned that there were three stages of that singleness Mm. that I had to learn. And the first one was, I was either going to be single for all seasons. Mm. I was going to be single for a reason, or I was just going to be single again. So, Mm. And, and, and let me say that again, because this, it, it will help somebody. There, there, are, there are stages to singleness. And that was single for a reason, single for all seasons, and single again. So I was a combination of all three of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I became single again. There was single for all seasons, season single for a reason. Um, and I think that as I began to accept my faults, as I began to accept my failures, I started to see a different side of me as a single mother. 
-hmm. And I started to catch on what is the reason and what is the season that I am single again. That's why you wrap the reason and the seasons and why you're uh, a single again. And so it's been now about 10 years. Um, and I would lie again to you if I tell you that sometimes the thought doesn't come through of how different things could have been mm-hmm. or how different they should have been. Um, but unfolding as a single mother has perhaps been one of more, my most fruitful and productive seasons when it comes to figuring out who I am. Amen. Wow. Because if I can be as transparent and as real and everything, this singleness showed me, wow, maybe I wasn't ready for that commitment. Come on. My God. And I can't go ahead and blame my child because my child did not ask me to get involved in that entanglement. Mm My child did not say go and conceive me at one point. And I feel those so heavy in my spirit and I, and I, and allow me to maybe get off program a bit, but allow me to flow in what the spirit leads me to, because I believe that so many times as I was in that unfolding as a single mother, I would find myself feeling angry and rejecting my child. Because my child was a representation of what didn't work out. That's deep, sis. And I, and I feel God with that. And, and I feel like God needs to li- deliver someone out of that. And, 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 you know, and so at the same time, I was rejecting her. Because as I was rejecting her, it was a safe zone for me to not think about what did not work. My and God. so I had to understand Listen, although this was a product of something that did not grow, it Come still on. has purpose. Come I just That's feel that. Good. So although, whether you want to take it as a single mom, whether you want to take it as whatever you are right now, although it came out of something, that's why Hagar, my God, that's why Hagar, was so important to God that he set up an amber alert in heaven to say, well, I'm going to need you to go find Hagar. Mm -hmm. Hagar, the slave girl who Mm -hmm. was carrying a child that came out of an entanglement. She was so important and favored by God that he sent out the angel. And it says the angel of the Lord went looking for her. When you go looking for something, you look for it because it is of importance among somebody. You just don't go look for something because you're tired, because you're bored, because you want to know whatever you go searching for. It's because if it's, it's of importance. And if we go back to what the angel of the Lord told her, the angel of the Lord started to prophesy to her. One of the things that he began to prophesy to her was that out of that nations will be built. Mm-hmm. And so that mess, whatever didn't come out out of my marriage, I had to understand, hold on. If I conceived it, it's because there's a purpose. And yes. now it's my responsibility to not allow my feelings, my victimization, my hurt, my pain to affect the purpose that my child is carrying. Come on, Jesus. My come God, on. and I feel God because I have a responsibility before God. My responsibility before God is whether it worked or it didn't work, I was going to do what I had to do, and that is to be a mother to my child. And mm-hmm. so it took therapy. It took nights of crying. It took nights of fighting. It took nights Say of just that. confronting myself. 
Mm. Um, you know, what am I doing? What am I doing as a mother? What, what, what can I do better as a single mother? Um, and I know that, you know, it, it, it was hard. There's, there's still times that I still, you know, I still don't, don't get it right. I still don't get it right. And I know that we're, we're going into this uh, throughout the topic as we're unfolding it, but I had to get out of the, the first thing was I had to understand, okay, I need to stop playing victim. I need to man up, girl up, level up, do whatever I got to do and accept what I did wrong. And as six, uh, secondly, I had to go ahead and figure out, okay, I can do this by myself for the time being, for the season mm -hmm. My God, because many times we come out of that singleness and already in a year, you're like, um, I need me a new husband to mm. help me raise this kid. And that's the wrong mentality because Girl, then you're going from, the correct, you're getting six months, three, three months, whatever it is. And this is no disrespect to anybody. This is just a, a, you know, I can talk about it because I lived it. I could talk that's about right. it because I did it. Right. And, you know, uh, Failure does something to you. It makes you want to find a quick response to prove to yourself and to others that you don't fail so often. Like failure oh. makes you want to prove yourself to somebody. And My that God. is sometimes such a very dangerous thing to do because if you go ahead and you entangle yourself too soon or too quickly or with the wrong person, then the only thing you're doing is setting yourself up for failure. So I had to give myself time to heal and heal alone. Say that. Come on. Can I say that? Heal mm -hmm. and heal alone. Mm -hmm. Because I wanted to, and 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 since we're on that singles topic, I was reading a book. The title doesn't come to my mind. People believe that another person is your completion. It is not. God is the only one that can complete you. Come on. And I had to understand it because if I am raw again, as I'm being, I felt like I need to be with somebody to feel like I have meaning. I need to be with somebody to feel like I'm important. I need to be with somebody to feel like I could raise this child. And I felt like I need to be with someone because I need others to accept that I'm the perfect uh, person with the perfect family and not just a single mother that got separated and divorced um, and now has a kid that she has to learn how to raise by herself. Jeez. And so I felt like whoever I can get, I'm going to get. And that just got me involved into entanglements. And I'm never going to forget that God confronted me one day and he said, I want you alone for whatever period I want you alone for. Oh, and I feel that God. for a single lady that's saying, that. well, listen, you know, I've been waiting. I've been Telling God, you know, where is the tracking ID for my man? Because yeah, I seen those Instagram <laughs> posts and stuff. You know, UPS, <laughs> tell me where my man is at. Send me the tracking number. But I feel like God wants you alone for whatever alone time that may be. So that's how I learned to unfold myself as a single mom, Pastor Lucy. My God, listen, you said so many great points. I love the story about Hagar. I love, you know, how you at the beginning felt that you were going to end up or that you had become a statistic. We have spoken about that before. I think that that uh, uh, is something that kind of clashes if you've always been the type yeah. of person that you have shunned away and done your best yeah. not to become a number, not to yeah. become a statistic. And when later you become it, yeah. maybe through no fault of your own of choosing to yeah. be, but because the entanglement got to a yeah. certain point, 
I love that. I love that you said that. I love that you said about people throwing divorce parties. Um, let me tell you, for me, I mean, I've been through two divorces. I've been married twice. This is my third marriage. And I, I got to tell you, the first one stung me more than the second one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Let, let me tell you, because I grew up in church and because um, it was supposed to be forever. And because mm -hmm. I didn't want to be a statistic. And when it happened, I could not wrap my, my head around. I waited till I was 27. I wow. waited purely to get yeah. myself to the one man that was supposed to be my forever man. I did everything according to what I was taught as a child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. being uh growing up in in the word of god to the yeah. point where it it was just taken from me because i didn't make the decision yeah the person that i was with made the decision yeah, yeah. while i was pregnant so i had to go through that for me it was mourning i went through all the mourning stages of mourning of death like something mm -hmm. had died something had been just ripped from inside of me and i could not have control i i went through the deepest and darkest moments of my life Forget about throwing a party. I wanted to die, <laughs> you know? And so I love how transparent and how you kind of took us through that, you know, that desert, that wilderness uh, uh, period. But I also love that you took responsibility for yourself and for your part in the situation. Yeah. You know, we yeah. always talk about that we... Whenever we tell a story, we're always the victim of the story. Yeah. But I love that you said, you know what? I am not going to victimize myself. Yeah. I am not yeah. the victim in this situation. I was a participator to what happened. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to take my part in the situation. And yeah. now I'm going to not point fingers, but I'm going to look for a solution. How do I move on? Yeah. What glory does God want to take yeah. from this situation? Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I love how you transitioned into talking about Hagar because that to me is one of the most important things for any of the women that are listening now that you understand that out of ashes, God can take yes. up you. You know, yes. even though there was a mistake, there was an entanglement, there was a situation and we all go through these things, there still can be beauty taken yes. out of it. Absolutely. And I love that part. I love that God was uh, 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 such a wonderful, loving God that he promised Hagar a, a generation so she couldn't count no more. And one of the, the things that I think that we women have to understand, and we were talking about this on Sunday about, you know, the great shaking, is that in the shaking, we yeah. will know, we will get to know firsthand the God that sees us, yeah. which is El Roi, which is the yeah, first yeah. time that we see it in the Bible, is in yep. the book of Genesis, Genesis when we're yep. talking about Hagar. Yep. She says, now my eyes see. Yep. I see the God that sees me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I love so, that, Pastor Lucy, because, you know, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, you know. No, go ahead. Um, you know, when, when, he, when the angel finds her, uh, after he prophesies, he gives her an indication to go back, right? Yes. And I think that that is where the healing of a breakup, whether it was a marriage or whether it's whatever comes, because sometimes you have to return to, like we mm. said, the accountability part, return to reevaluate, return to, uh, you know, shift the focus, return mm. to uh, figure out, you know, what went wrong or what didn't go wrong. And, and I think like, you know, um, a lot of ladies are saying, you know, it does take time Uh, to heal after a breakup. Mm -hmm. And it does, it does mm -hmm. take time. When you said the more, the morning, 
you know, um, we we learned this over the weekend um, at a leader summit that we were hosting. And, you know, psychology and science are saying that uh, a breakup is probably the most painful experience for a human being to the point that those that experience it so profoundly end up getting sick, like mm -hmm. physically sick. That's right. And right. then they, they, they speak, they spoke about Jesus when he was in Gethsemane praying, he was saying, you know, take away this cup from me, but let it be a will. It says that his tears were like that of sweat of blood, blood drops. Mm -hmm. And so this, the scientists and the psychologists, they joined and they said that he was actually experiencing such horrific agony in his, in his heart and his emotions wow. that his uh, first layer of skin was actually detached. Detaching. Oh, come on. It was actually detaching to the point that it was creating some sort of bleed out. So mm. as psychologists and scientists are looking at this said, well, perhaps the resemblance of them saying it looked like, you know, drops of blood was because he was actually perhaps bleeding because it was so heavy. So it's important to mourn uh, Pastor Lucy, but it's important to understand what you're mourning about. Mm. Come on. Come on. Because what are you really mourning about? Like, mm -hmm. are you mourning that the marriage didn't work? Or is there something deeper mm -hmm. that you're mourning about that contributed I love that. to the marriage breaking? I love that. You know, what? what is it that, you know, that's why when singles is like, I can't wait to get married. I can't. But are you really ready for this? Like, are you really for? And, you know, a lot of people like them, like everywhere I go, and this is a little a bit of humor, everywhere I go. There's people that are like, Evangelist, I'm praying for you, for the man of God that God has for you, because I see, like, you look sad because you don't have a husband. Girl, I ain't sad that I don't have a husband. I am not. Like, I tell ladies, you know, everybody, it's not a, uh, you know, thing that I fast and pray about. And I've always said, you know, if God wants to reestablish that in my life, he'll make sure that it comes mm -hmm. to me. You know, it's not right. um, on my priority list to pray. Like, I'm fine. I'm not depressed. I'm not, you know, about us. That's right. But if you are a single lady that's saying, you know, uh, God, send me my husband, just like the angel of the Lord told Hagar, go back. I think that maybe we should go back to say, well, have I healed already mm, from, from that previous thing before I can ask for the new thing? I love that. And, and I think one of the things that you hit on that is so key is that she went back to the point of her breaking. Yep. And so in order to move forward, you have to reconcile that. So you yeah. were saying that maybe, what are you mourning? Are you mourning the death of the relationship? Yeah. Or perhaps are you mourning that now you feel like you're a failure because it didn't yeah. work? So yeah. it's a deeper issue than just a yeah. failed relationship. It's a yeah. failed you. It's it, it's yeah. being the, the laugh of, of the town and yeah. saying, you know what? You attempted something, but you're not good enough to continue something. Come on, somebody. And it can be as deep as that. And when you confront what it is you're mourning, then you can continue to heal or get to the point of healing because you've confronted the demon that has been attacking that area that you yeah. have, uh, uh, yeah. you know, come to. So I think yeah. it's very important. And I love that you brought that going back to that point of wound, uh, analyzing what it is you're mourning in order to then move on to healing. So yeah. I, I think, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to level up. I'm ready to see how can we look at 
singleness in a different perspective, yeah. in the light of the truth, in the yeah. light of God, seeing singleness as a gift, of, as a preparatory, because you said, I yeah. finally realized that perhaps I was not as ready yeah. to be married as I thought I was. Yeah. There is a verse in the Bible that says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Yeah. Are we that wife before we walk down the aisle? Yeah. I think oh, before we start praying and saying, God, send me a husband, we are to pray, God, make me a wife. You know, um, I think, I think, I think, and I think that's where my prayer is at. And, and, you know, when I, when I stand corrected on the fact that, you know, uh, you know, when people are like, I'm praying for your husband, like, honestly, like, I'm not praying for her saying, God, send me a husband, but I am praying, God, if it is in your will, then allow me from now to build character, to build uh, the resilience, because, you know, people, you got, you both are married. You know, I, I have parents who have been married for uh, 39 years and they tell me every morning I go up and have, have coffee with them. And my dad's like, did you know that your mom doesn't like this? Did you know that your dad doesn't? And I'm like, yeah, I've been married for 39 years and now you're figuring things out. out. And he's like, you know what? Every day you find out something new uh, about yes. that. And I think, yes, make me a wife, you know, yes. make me a wife. And yes, we are ready to level up mm. uh, as to Lucy with this whole uh, single stuff. So how, how can we, how can we enjoy being single? Right. Mm -hmm. Because I see a lot of women and that are walking and they are the most saddest, people ever because they're single. This is why this topic today, it's not an impairment. You're not lying. You don't have a disease. You're, you're, you're normal. Can we say that you are normal? Yes. There's no <laughs> such thing as, oh my God, she's single. Oh my God. She's like, you know, uh, back in the days when somebody uh, was in the Bible times, they had a sickness. What happened? They had to wear a sign that, you know, uh, had written down <laughs> uh, what the disease was, leprosy, even women when they had their menstrual, remember mm -hmm. they were taken out of the uh, tribe, wherever they were stationed at, and she couldn't come back until her period. So you were identified uh, by what disease you carry. Now, a lot of people are walking around with this big thing and single, and okay. as they're walking around it, they're using it as an impairment. They're using it as a disease. And I have news for you, my Mama. New York accent coming out. You are completely normal. There's nothing wrong with you. Being single isn't a disease, nor is it an impairment. So Come on. I just wrote you know, three pointers that I wanted to remember, Pastor Lucy, and that God taught me as a single person. And the first one is, we have to remember that both marriage and singleness portray elements of the gospel. Oof, come on. Absolutely. Let me say that again. Both marriage and singleness portray elements of the gospel because a lot of times we believe because I'm not married, I'm not following God's command. Well, that is completely wrong because both being single and marriage are mentioned in the Bible. Apostle Paul spoke about this, but listen to this. Christ's sacrificial love for the church portrays a person's love for their spouse. The church's love to Christ portrays a person's submissive love for their spouse. But God also decides singleness, designed singleness to reflect the gospel. Oof. While culture may try to persuade us that we are to be in a romantic relationship, 
whatever it is, married by now, you should be with five kids by 35, whatever the case, you're not getting married, you're not following God's plan for you. That is a lie because a lot of times Apostle Paul spoke to us about being single and That's saying, right. yes, it's not okay for a man to be by himself in case he's going to sin, get him married. But then yeah. it also spoke about being single and using that singleness to be fully dedicated onto mm -hmm. the Lord. So whoever is telling you, remember Genesis 2.18 says, it is not good for man to be alone. Mm -hmm. However, the picture of the entire church should reveal that no man or woman is ever alone. Oof, come on. I'm going to say that again. Genesis 2.18 says, it is not good for man to be alone. We love that. Yes, we understand that God created Eve for, you know, Adam, great, amazing. That's awesome. But when you just rely on that and say, God, you said you don't want me to be alone. It's not good for me to be alone. It's not good. Okay. However, when we change that around, the entire church should reveal that no man or woman is ever alone. So we need to understand that also in my singleness, I am also honoring God's plan. Come on. Just because I'm not married yet now, or just because I was, again, remember the three seasons of singleness that we mm -hmm. said, single for a season, single for a reason and single again, whichever one you fall into, just because I'm single right now, it does not mean that I'm not being a reflection of that covenant, which is Christ, the bride and all that. That's so, right. One, get it through your head. Yes. You're like, I'm waiting for my, if you're a man, I'm waiting for my rib and the woman I'm waiting for, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Um, it's okay. You're not alone. Get that concept out of the way. That's the right. second one, which is something that we've always uh, spoken about is learn to find contentment in Jesus. Oof, come on. As cliche as that may sound, <laughs> as I've heard it my whole life, everybody keeps telling me that. I have learned to build a relationship with Jesus to understand that he could be my father as much as he can be my companion. That's right. And even those that. that are married can say that. that. Yes. God is my father, but he is my companion because God will go ahead and fill a void that no man, whether it's your husband, whether it can not. ever fill. You know, even if you are married to the most amazing Prince Charming, there's still an area that he won't be able to fill. And that's an area that only God can fill. And I've learned to, I, Pastor Lucy and Fanny, like I talk to God, like I'm talking to you guys, like I'm driving and I'd be like, oh no, dude, no, you didn't. I've been praying to you about this for like, whatever the case is, build a relationship with God that, you know, God, God is so amazing that he will find ways to pursue you. He will find mm. ways to make you fall yes. in love with him. Yes. As something as simple as I was on the plane to go to Port St. Lucie. I think I shared this with you. And I said, man, God, I want some Minigan cake. Like I something <laughs> like random like that. Yes. You know, God, yes. I want some Minigan cake. Mm. Sunday, we finished preaching. They go put me into the green room and a lady shows up with Dominican cake in her hand. I'm on. So in my singleness, I've learned that God loves to surprise me with details and so much more can he want to surprise you. So I've learned I am content in the season and I'm in Apostle Paul again, learn to be content in whatever season that you are in, whether you have, whether you don't. And I think that when you come to discover I am single, it's not an impairment. 
I have God who I don't have to just see him as God, but I can see him as father. I can see him as provider, as companion. I yes. think that is, 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 is where the notion of I am alone kind of changes that perspective of God is, is, is there and he can be what I need for the season that I'm in and more. And it's not sounding religious because I'm some people like, oh, I hate the fact that people be like, Jesus is my boyfriend. Jesus is my Valentine. You know, all the stuff that people be putting. But, but I'm married to Jesus, dating Jesus. Me, I've learned to build a marriage with Jesus. I've, 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 I've stepped out of that dating uh, moment and I've said, God, you know what? I'm single. There's no room for distractions right now for me. So you have my undivided attention. And I think Fanny and Lucy, how amazing is it for a single person to say, God, you have my undivided attention. Mm, come on. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you that in my singleness is where the most productive I've been in ministry. And again, this is not bashing. That's this, is, <laughs> that, this is not bashing marriage because I am not saying that. Y'all want to get married, go get married. You know, I'll I be looking at wedding dresses too, y'all. On my head, I already got the color I want for my bridesmaids, uh-huh. all this stuff. But what I'm saying is in the season that I'm in, it's where I'm being the most productive so that when I reach that season, I can say, God, okay, I could slow down a bit because <laughs> while I was single, I was able to be completely devoted to you. And I'm never going to forget what you said, Pastor Lucy. You know, I have to be a pastor. I have to be a wife. I have to be a mom. I have to attend to the church. I have to attend to my husband. I have to attend to my children. So, you know, it's it's a season that we must learn to be at peace with. Can I just make an emphasis on that? And I'm sorry if I'm rumbling and talking too much, but can I just get to a point where I'm at peace in the season that I'm in, which is being single. Mm, come on. Because there is nothing more dangerous, and this is where y'all are gonna get mad, but there's nothing more dangerous where I'm not in peace with the season that I'm in because then I'm going to go ahead and accept whatever it may bring to kind of camouflage this peace that I'm looking for. And not mm. looking for it in God, but looking for it in a man. Or looking for it in somebody else. And this is what I always tell my ladies. Like, you know, you cannot rush to just rush into something because you feel that the train has left you. Oh, that's good. And we always have to understand that God's timing does not fall on a biological time. Because a lot of people are in the motion where... I'm 38 and I ain't got a man. Well, boo, mm. keep doing what you're doing because you don't want to, my, my parents have this saying, you don't want to pick up whatever the river just brought. Oof, that's a good one. And this is no disrespect to any man that's watching or anything like that, but sometimes it is a good man, but it's not the man for you. Oh, that's a good one. He that's has good so characteristics. Good. He's, he's a Christian. He's a Christian. Mm-hmm. He's hot. He worships in the church. He looks amazing when he worships. I mean, you know, you want to go to the altar all the time. How many times you're like, whoa, that man can preach, can teach, can reach the nations, but it's just not made for you. And then, you you. know, all these other entanglements that we fall in, um, someone said, preach it. So contentment (laughs) is a heart attitude that transforms us across the entire seasons of our lives. 
Love Learning that. to love Christ in the midst of waiting is something you'll always have to do. That's a thing. You're not just learning to love Christ in your singleness. You learn to love Christ in every season, married, right. single, child, adult, waiting right. for ministry, whatever it is in every season. So you have to learn to, this is where Paul says, be content in every season. Come on. Learning to love Christ in the midst of waiting is something you always have to do. And the face of singleness is a great time to start. Oh, I love that. That's so amazing because how are you navigating this singleness? Are you navigating it with gratitude? <laughs> Just talking about that. That's right. Are you navigating right. it with an intent of, you know, not my will, but your will? And Come in on. the process, God, as I am waiting on your will, allow me to accept the will, whatever it may be, because let's be truthful. There are some people that are never going to get married. That's there right. are some people that are not meant to be married. So while we discover that in my singleness, teach me peace, teach me contentment, and teach me to live with gratitude. Mm. Because it's, it, And I get it, Pastor Lucy. I mean, you go to places, you see people in their relationships, you're single and you're like, mm -hmm. man, mm. yeah, I wish, you know? <laughs> I wish, you know, I didn't have to go home preaching after five, four hours by myself, by that. But if I'm transparent with you, I get home and I'm like, God, you know what? Whenever it comes, it comes. I'm just happy that I'm in the season, whatever it is. That's right. And third, embrace singleness and discover how to live in the present. Oh, I love that. Because... When we're not embracing the present, it means that we're too focused on what we want 10 years to look like, mm -hmm. that we miss out on the present that is now. That's right. And this is why you're caught up and frustrated. And this is why you're so bored of being single, because how can you be bored of being single? When you can, you know, get up and go and, 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 and do this. And, and, you know, it's a little bit different for us single mothers, but there's always help. There's always that, but you know, how, how can you be bored? So Paul's words to remain as we are is an outright challenge to us. So again, what does this mean is that we do not need to sit down every time and try to figure out whether Am I going to get someone or I'm not going to get someone? Mm, love that. This is where we sit down and we say, what am I doing as a single person to prepare myself for when I get it or mm -hmm. if I don't get it? I love that. That that That's powerful. And let me just interject there because I, I love that point. I think one of the greatest uh, uh, things that we must remember that every season brings uh, the work that needs to be done in that yes. season and in season. Yes. And I think one of the, the things you said that really stood out, and I, I, I would love for you to interject in that, is the production that you've had in this season. Yeah. 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 yeah I, you know, I can relate to everything you're, you're speaking on because literally you're... you're you're telling my story, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and um, I I want to touch on on um, yeah, just being busy and doing things for God, being focused on yeah. God, 
you know, yeah. the Lord had to take me personally through that alone moment. So there was, there was at least, I think two or three stages that I have to go through. I'll go the morning, the healing, yeah. and then now the focusing. Ooh. Yeah. And the, those were the three stages for me. And literally, yeah, there was a desire. There was times where I'm like, I want to go back, I, you know, because, yeah. because I'm in my feelings. You yeah. know, or, or in my flesh. Like, I yeah. want to go back because I know that I still have access if I want to. But mm -hmm. is it something that I... Do I want to go back to That's that? Good. You know? So it's like you were speaking on Hagar when God said, hey, I need you to go back so that you can assess what was going yeah, on, yeah, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So I had those moments where the Lord would, t would be like, listen, you sure? <laughs> you know? We're having these conversations. But anyways, after getting through that, getting through the healing part, you know, the Lord kept me hidden. And that was a prayer. That was one of my prayers. God, keep me hidden. Keep Love me hidden that. until it's time. That was my prayer. And there was times where I would get frustrated because, you know, I'm the, the human me is like, You're like, what's wrong with me? Listen, my phone is dry. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's liking my pictures. You know, um, there, there was just no contestants, like nobody, you know, mm. was putting in applications. And That's I'm like, real. there's something... I started to think that there was something wrong with me. Unemployment got more applications than my single status. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, God would always remind me, you told me to keep you hidden. You told me yeah. to keep you Ooh, hidden. Yeah. I love that. And wow. I, it, it changed my perspective. Like, you know what, God? I'm going to focus on you. As I was focusing wow. on the Lord, the Lord started just opening so many doors in ministry. And I started to grow in an area where I was like, God, you know what? I have found fulfillment in you and in doing yeah, yeah, what yeah. you have called me in wow. every season. You know, wow. I was single for about uh, th two, three years. And it, it was difficult. But you know what? I focused on God. It's just yeah. like what you're saying. He became my husband. He became yeah. my father. You know yeah. what? You lead and I follow. And whenever oh, it's time. You know what? I'm. I'll open the door, but until then, I'm focused on you and only you. That's awesome. I love that. I think that that is important uh, to uh, uh, recognize that in our singleness, that stage right there is what you said. You have yeah. probably been the busiest you've ever been yeah. in that stage, and so that there is foundations that need to be laid it, with a certain kind of labor, mm -hmm. right? It's yeah. like uh, the conversations we've had. For me to split myself between a full-time pastoring of a church, yeah. uh, uh, having a woman's ministry, being a full-time wife, being a full-time mom, doing everything else, trying to write a book, trying to do mm -hmm. all the things that God is calling me to do, uh, you know, doing the podcast with Fani. When you look at these kinds of things, forget about the training in the church, uh, raising up leaders, uh, yeah. mothering other people. A lot of the times when you look at all the different hats you have to wear, you know, if we would have taken the time to build the platforms that God gave us in our single time where we had, like Paul says, when we had the time to throw ourselves into yeah. the gospel, to yeah. throw uh, ourselves into the kingdom of yeah. God, then maybe we could have built higher yeah. buildings because higher building. we would have yes. taken the opportunity to build stronger yeah. foundations. Yeah. I think one of the greatest examples of that is the Samaritan woman. You know, Jesus said it is necessary for me to pass through Samaria because he was about to quench a thirst that couldn't be quenched by a man. Come and on. we see that in the story where he says, oh, you you, you want this water? You want a piece of this? Well, get me your yeah. husband. Get me mm. your husband. Get me My the God. thing you've been trying to, to satisfy, that area where man cannot satisfy. Mm. 
because you were talking about filling the void. And, and uh, Colossians talks about, I think in the second chapter, talks about that we are complete in Jesus that he is our completer. And so when we say, oh, that's my other half, or he completes me, that is unscriptural. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible yeah. says we are complete in Jesus. Yeah. And so yeah. she was not complete. She didn't have Jesus. No. But we see when he says, hey, go get me your husband. And she says, well, what happened was, right? Yeah, yeah, said, yeah. You know what? You've had five. And the yeah. one you do have doesn't even belong to you. Girl, you've been creeping. <laughs> I love that. Because he did not say, you know what, I'm going to fix that entanglement so you can keep him. He mm. said, he don't belong to you. Mm, <laughs> he don't belong to you. And that thirst you've been trying to quench, you're going to keep going to that same well. You're going to be going to get that water. Mm. But I love that he says, if you have this water, if you yes. allow me to complete you, I'll be your cover. I'll be your protector. Yeah. I'll be the one that looks after you. You won't need yeah. a man to look after you. I am the man. I'm the only one you need. And I love it because when she accepts him and she lets him in, the Bible says that as soon as she finished talking to Jesus, yeah. she ran into town telling everybody. I'll announce it, yeah. You don't yeah. understand the person that I just yeah. met. He told yep. me everything that yep. I am. So yep. you know what she became evangelist, Claudia? Yep, 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 she yep. She became yep. an evangelist all yes, by herself. Yes, ma'am, she sure did. All single in herself, she was evangelizing. Yes, single. Yep. She and met those her are the platforms yep. that God wants us to build in that season. Yep. Strong yep. foundations to yep. then elevate when we go into yeah, yeah, yeah. the next season, if that's what God wants for us. Yeah, and that's awesome that you touch on that and that story because the key thing here is that it says that Jesus waited for her by the well. So uh -huh. maybe in or and and you know waited. I want you to like focus on that. You that are watching, uh, um, waited. It means perhaps that you're not enjoying the single moment because you have yet to accept the invitation that Jesus is doing for you at the well. Oof. Because he's waiting. He's waiting on you. He's waiting for you to sit at the well and say, you know what? I think I've been doing this uh, by myself. And, and, and I wanted to say this at the end with, with affirmations, but I think that we have been relationship shopping for a long time. My God. Just like that Samaritan woman, she was relationship shopping because she failed to understand it. Nobody else can ever complete you. So that's why she ran from one to two to three to four to five to six, you know, because she was shopping for that. And I think that whoever's watching, God's like, yo, just, just relax for a bit with the mm -hmm. shopping. Allow me to do the shopping, you know, uh, Go and meet me at the well because I'm waiting uh -huh. for you at the well. Love that. I feel that for a single person that is watching. Go and meet me at the well because I'm waiting for you at the well. And when you arrive to where Jesus is waiting, mm -hmm. there will be things that he'll have to bring to surface to tell you that you've been doing wrong. Come on. Because when he brings that to surface, then it allows your vessel to be completely emptied out so that he can Love pour that. in. You know, and it's not just for the single woman. I see some women are with their crying emojis, but it's, I believe Jesus is waiting at the well so patiently. I love that. I love that. So Listen, patiently. I think that it's amazing that you touched on 
on that part that he's waiting. I think that when she finally figures out, and I think that this is also for the ladies that are watching tonight, and I, I need somebody to understand that when you don't allow Jesus to quench your thirst, you will yeah. thirst after things that don't belong to you. Yeah. You will thirst yeah. after toxicity. You will, you, yeah. you're going to thirst over things that are going to wreak havoc in your life. If you don't allow Jesus to quench your thirst, you're going to be thirsty. And how many thirsty women do we see on an everyday basis? Yeah. There are areas in our life that are thirsty just for God to come and quench it. Yeah. And the only place that you're going to find it is at that secret place, at that well place, at that place where only you and Jesus find yourself. Do you know that Jesus said to the disciples, go, go do what yeah. you got to do. Go shopping, go, go mm -hmm. get the food. I need this time alone because it is in that secret place that yeah. he quenches and he fills those voids that yeah. nothing else in this world can fill. Mm -hmm. And we got to understand that if we don't fill it with what we have to fill it with, we will continue to be thirsting after things that are going to kill us, that are going to break us. And we're going to continue in entanglements because we're thirsty. Yeah. You know, and I, I want to pass it over to you so you can do the affirmations with this. I love the story of Daniel because one of the, the, the most important points as I've studied his life is that in one point of his life, it says that he ate vegetables mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. he would not be hungry when he was presented to the king so that he didn't have to eat the food the king was offering because the food the king was offering was sacrificed to idols. And so what is interesting about that as this Samaritan woman is that he quenched the, the, the hunger yeah. with God things so that he wouldn't be caught hungry and be tempted to eat the wrong things. Come on, somebody. I don't know who this is for, but yeah. if you're thirsty tonight, you need to drink the water, uh, the, the living water that Jesus is offering. If you're hungry tonight for a relationship, for somebody to cuddle up with in the middle of the night, for somebody to affirm you, for somebody that's going to, to be that cheerleader, for somebody that's going to be waiting for you at home, if you're hungry for that, I offer you God's food. Come on. Yeah. Fill yourself yeah. on God's food yeah. so that when the enemy, so when the world presents you with a platter, mm. come on, somebody with a buffet. Come on. Because he has all kinds of delicious treats. Mm -hmm. You'll be walking down the street, you'll be like, mm, that's a whole snack right there. That's a Rice Krispie right there. Hey, <laughs> Rice Krispie treat, baby. And so when you be looking at those kinds of treats and snacks, you might want to snack on some of that stuff, but it ain't for you. I'm talking about going deeper. You may walk into a church. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> Linda, listen. Preach it. Listen, there <laughs> are there are uh, people that are in church that are unequally yoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another topic, yeah. But when you filled with God, when you have yeah. satisfied your hunger, satisfied your thirst with God yeah. first, God second, God third, God is your life and you're content. Yeah. Contentment means full satisfaction. Full satisfaction. Yes, ma'am. Full satisfaction. There is nothing missing. Wow. You are I complete. And when you allow that to be the way that is, you're wow. not going to be thirsty. You're not going to be hungry for, for what the world has to offer. 
Wow. 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 I love how you say that. You know how he, uh, wow. That whole hunger part just really got to me. You know, um, one time I was sitting with a, 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 and we're going to get into the affirmation real quick, but I was sitting with a lady who was telling me perhaps the calling over your life right now requires you to be single, Mm. you know? And I think that the wrong concept is the calling I have in my life requires me to be married. Now, there are certain things that it's better for you to do it as you're married or whatever the case, but I never want any single mom, any single woman, any single whatever it is to feel like you cannot fulfill your calling because you are single. That's right. Like, I want you to get out of that. It is a lie of the devil uh, that that is not, you know, you can fulfill your calling and you can fulfill, uh, you know, God's plan over your life as a single person as a you know we thank god that the religious mindset has fixed itself in a way where it allows uh you know single moms and 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 a child out of a divorced marriage all this to 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 help so um i think that's awesome what you're saying i think that that links into the the affirmations um and i wrote eight of them down Amen, ladies. If you're ready, we are in the point of the podcast where we are going to Mm -hmm. affirm. We we said that when we speak life over a thing, that's where we're going to be eating the fruit from. So we take that out of Proverbs. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And we choose to affirm life tonight. So our sister evangelist, Claudia, we are so happy that you've been with us. I think that this is the power moment, ladies. So I want you to listen to our uh, uh, sister Claudia as she declares these affirmations. Repeat them with her. She's going to say them slowly so that you can go ahead and repeat them with her and allow the Holy Spirit to just, uh, 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 you know, give you those words as a, a, an impulse. Uh, yeah. That it could be the, the fuel to how you're going to move yes. into your next season. Amen. Yes. Yes. And um, ladies that are watching, take a paper, take your phone, write it down. Um, I am big when it comes to journaling. I'm big when it comes to writing. And whenever I'm feeling a certain kind of way, I look back at God's promises for me. I look back at certain affirmations that I've made for myself. Um, And so the first one is what, what we said was being single is not the same as being alone. Um, you always have to wake up with that. Being single is not the same way as being alone. You can have an absolutely beautiful life full of beautiful things, beautiful people, beautiful love, above all, God's love. And you can experience that in your singleness. So there is meaningful uh, moments of your singleness, which you want to remember. So don't confuse with I'm single and therefore I'm alone. That is Mm. a thing that you need to get out of your head. The most important one that I think out of this affirmation, and I should have made it first is a relationship will never, ever define you. Um, you know, sometimes because we lack our own identity, we lack to know who we are in God. We lack to understand our identity in Christ. We always feel like I need a relationship to give me the identity. I need a relationship to define me. I need a relationship to kind of fix who I am. But the truth of the matter is that a relationship will never, ever, ever define you because that is one of the mistakes that many ladies make is assuming that in order to have a relationship, 
Uh, in order to feel complete, you need to have a relationship. Child, you need to feel complete before you get into the relationship. Uh, because if you go into a relationship feeling incomplete, then you will be sending yourself up to failure to know that the other individual cannot complete you. Mm. Um, and my favorite one is I am 100% responsible for my own happiness. I cannot expect that me getting into a relationship is going to make me happy because then I set myself off for false expectations. And then I put on a responsibility on an individual whom perhaps will try to make me happy. But when he realizes that he can't do it, he will become frustrated because it's not a he thing. It's a me thing. Come on. Mm. So it becomes a me thing because I haven't learned uh, to love myself, appreciate myself and be happy with myself. I saw somebody that commented earlier and said two whole people equals a whole marriage. Absolutely. Like I can't go into a relationship if I'm not happy with myself, if I'm not content with myself, because then I will, I will assume I will, I will run away at the first start of knowing he didn't make me happy with something. Oof, my Lord. That's, that's, that's where it's at. But and every day, another affirmation, practice self-love. Like, I be going to restaurants by myself. I be going mm. to eat my crab legs by myself. Come I on, dress girl. up, okay? The girls know. I go to Starbucks. I, I have myself a, a coffee date. Um, And, you know, the, we're living in a world where that's becoming like, normal like before you would go to a restaurant by yourself and people look at you like you had a disease and illness and now you go to you know and now you go to places and there's more single people or alone alone people in there so girl get yourself up this weekend dress up take off the pajamas go get your hair done manny and petty because i mean you never know who you're gonna bump into and if you're wearing the same pajamas from last week uh they will run at it so practice I just want to correct you there. Uh, you can go and do all those things by yourself, but if you're going to be eating any crab legs, you better invite a sister. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. We gotta have. We gotta. We gotta have it. We gotta have it. But you know, the girls are saying me too. Yeah, practice self love. I have to love me before I can love somebody else. How Come can on. how can I love someone? If I don't know how to love myself like that, it just doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. Like, you know, that is why it's so important. Get to know God, get to understand his heart. You know, um, there is something that I said the other day. The first step to guarding your heart is getting to know God's heart. Like I need to know the heart of the father so that I can build my relationship with him based on the love that he teaches me to have for myself. That's and the last one that I always want any single lady that is watching is every morning, wake up with knowing I am strong, I am beautiful, I'm independent, I am fearfully, and I'm wonderfully made. If you are waiting for a man to tell you all of these things, then you are up for failure because you should know all of this before any dude comes trying <laughs> to kick it to you and tell you this. Like, I listen, get in the mirror, flatter yourself and say, girl, you was looking nice. You may have put on a couple pounds, but you're looking like the whole vending machine, not just <laughs> when you learn to do that. You won't be let down at the first time that you put on a dress and your partner doesn't acknowledge you. Like, Oof. it's nice. It's nice to be acknowledged. It's nice to be flattered. It's nice to say, hey, shorty, looking nice, whatever. But when you learn to understand that 
I'm fearfully and I'm wonderfully made, you know, that God went ahead, just, just, and we're closing up with this, that he created the earth. He created everything that is on earth. He created the birds, the sea, whatever, the land, everything. Then he created Adam, but he created woman last. And he didn't create her just last because he thought, let me hold it off to see if maybe I'm going to need her for the plan. But he created her last because he said, you know what? She's so important to me. Come on. But I need to make sure that there is everything she will ever possibly need. Provision. Love that. He made sure that before he placed a woman, because he would understand how delicate, how fragile, how needy she may be at times. He said, let me make sure that I have everything to offer to her, which is provision, companionship, and then her. So I think that it's important for you to understand that I am important to God. I do mean something to God. In my singleness, I'm going to enjoy the best days of my life with God. I'm going to do what Fanny said. I'm going to hide myself for God. Mm, Maybe at one point you did tell God that. that, And now you're like, yo, he's tripping. (laughs) But you know what? God's intentions for you will always be the right intentions. Even if you feel like, you know, uh, you made the wrong choice by choosing God's will. A compliment from a man should be a confirmation. Thank you. A compliment from a man should be a confirmation of what you already know about yourself. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I be walking around like, yes, I look nice. <laughs> I'm all that bag of chips plus the dip. That's what you need to remember. We need to make a shirt. I am all that and a bag of chips plus the dip. That's your last effort. Okay. Aff- That's it. We came up with a new affirmation, ladies. I'm all that and a bag of chips plus the dip. So enjoy being single. Come on. You could, you could get up and not brush your teeth if you don't want to in the morning. Ain't nobody going to tell you that this kicking. So let's do this. Lady, it's been great to be with you guys. Uh, you know, I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited yes. for the ladies that are watching and laughing. Um, and I pray powerful. that what we came out of may it kind of help you in your singleness. And Pastor Lucy was saying, you may need somebody to cuddle you up. I got a body pillow in my bed. <laughs> and it wraps around my legs. It does. I'm fine. I'm fine. But no, ladies, thank you so much. That. There's nothing wrong with that. Laura says the whole salsa <laughs> and queso. Oh my God. Come on. So hold it. Listen. Oh my God, Claudia. You have blessed us tonight. You throw you have thrown so many gems out there mm-hmm. that I'm I don't know if the ladies gotta watch not again. catch one. Y'all need to watch this replay for real, for real. It has been an honor having you on here. Ladies, I hope that y'all took some notes tonight because I don't know about you, but I mean, I've personally lived all of this, right? And, you know, it was just, she was just taking me back down memory lane. And I'm just like, man, she threw a lot of good stuff out there that when I was in my singleness, there was times yeah. where I had to, you know, I, I wanted to to prepare me yeah. and I would go on YouTube and watch videos and, you know, listen to other uh, ministers, women mm-hmm. of God, you know, telling me how to prepare myself. And this resource right here has just blessed a lot of your That's lives. Right. So yeah. listen, it's time to level up single ladies. It's time to remember who you are. And if you don't remember, you need to go to the well, mm. go get that water so that you don't go walking around thirsty. Come, Come on, on somebody. Thirsty sisters stop shopping. Day. Stop shopping. <laughs> Listen, how can the ladies find you if they don't already have you as 
friends on Facebook or on all the social platforms. Sure, definitely. And just real quick, somebody saying, um, if you could reshare the replay, I just want to say, Sandra, the replay is available. As long as it's posted, you can anybody can watch the replay. So absolutely. But yeah, you can find me on Facebook as Claudia Morales or Heels NT Iris Ministries on social media, Instagram. Um, I, I'm coming up with a TikTok, y'all. That's it. I've been converted okay. to the TikTok world. Okay. So thank okay. you for that. <laughs> hey, okay. Amen. Well, uh, sister, I am I'm so grateful for having you. It has been an honor to have mm. you as our very first guest. Yes. I think you have kind of opened or cut the ribbon yep. to this having guests on the Level Up Girl Global uh, podcast. And I am so grateful that you said yes. I, I think that we have been blown away. But uh, like uh, Fani said, by all these gems, these keys that we can take into heart, even us married women, uh, finding contentment in the season that we are, uh, finding that even we we can uh, you know fall in love with God even in the season that we are, even if we are married, to understand that He is our husband. I think that I, as a married woman, took a lot of gems with me, a lot of keys that I can use in my life. And I hope that the single ladies and every other lady that is watching can also take something. Uh, you know, there's always some something for somebody. And I think that we're all uh, better tonight for this conversation. Yes. Thank you for being transparent. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to just open up, uh, you know, things that perhaps have caused you so much pain, but have also caused you so much growth. And I think that when we're vulnerable, when we allow to see people uh, uh, and we open up and show them our scars and say, I got this scar two yeah. years ago and this is yeah. how it pierced and it went through the other side and come on, you can touch this scar and I'll allow you to touch it because it doesn't hurt no more, but I can yeah. be transparent and tell yeah. you how I grew from that scar. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love that you showed us uh, the scars to your beautiful. Amen. And I just bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I ask Amen. God to continue to enlarge your territory and I Amen. ask God to continue to pour the oil into your vessel so that you can Amen. continue to bless others. Ladies, if you've been watching tonight, go ahead and share this with somebody. Somebody has to hear this word, whether they're single or they're married. Go ahead and find us wherever you listen to your podcast. So you can go ahead and replay while you're going to work or while you're working out, wherever you're doing. Go ahead and find us on any of your podcast uh, platforms. Uh, it is Level Up Girl Podcast. We love you, ladies. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to have another yes. great uh, person on with us so we can have these uh, transparent conversations. Evangelist, thank you. We love you thank so you. much. Love you guys. Thank you for being a covenant sister. Always. Love you. Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl.